You know, I'm not going to lie, Bauer. Dude, I am not going to lie. I cannot wait. Look at, look at, see this? Look at this. I'm bouncing. Everything <laughs> so Dude, I don't even realize I'm doing it until I look at my big nose in the camera and I'm doing this. What's up? <laughs> well, I, I got to tell you, there is a certain amount of cockling of the warmth of my aortal function that happens when I see you <sighs> bouncing around to something that I put together no. that I, I did out of, you know, just the absolute love and admiration for you and, and, and your audience. And I got to tell you, when you bounce, the whole world moves. Dude, I don't Whenever bounce, my uh, aortal function uh, cockles, <laughs> my wife is like, hey, how you doing? Your aorta cockles? Your aorta cockles, bro? That's what he just said. There's Lord. cocklage. There's cocklage in the aortas. You say some weird shit sometimes, bro. Some weird shit, bro. He sure does. You know, it's just when you're an aspiring cunning linguist, you know, shit just rolls out of your tongue. Oh, there it is. that was a terrible visual right there, bro. I mean, I literally was visualizing like Chihuahua shit rolling off my tongue. You know what I'm saying, bro? What's up? Professor, Professor, do you remember <laughs> Black Adder? Oh, yeah. Master, oh, yeah. I, have, I have a cunning plan. <laughs> gentlemen let's uh, uh, let's do this really quick um we for sure don't really know what we're going to talk about in this segment but let's do this first off i want to send my congratulations to both of my brothers scotty and professor bauer scotty you launched your show intrepid radio on monday and I bauer did. nexus next cast you launched last night so gentlemen congratulations to both of you thank you thank very, you very much thank you I don't put the hands together thing. It's like I'm praying to you. No, this is a Bauer thing. A Bauer, he always, he don't well, do it Bauer no more. Thing. He don't do it no more. But, you know, every time I would hang up with Bauer, he would do one of these. Yeah, he just did that. He just did that. That's why I commented on it. Oh. He, he bowed at you. Well, there's something you about, know, you know, to me, when you when you close the loop, right? Oh. You close the loop of a conversation of an energetic exchange. There is something that happens, at least for me. And, it, you know, it's not everybody. You know, some people have, you know, very, in fact, let's talk about secret societies for a minute, shall we? Oh, you know, good segue. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even finish what we were originally talking about. This is, ladies and gentlemen, why we call this ADHD of talk radio. What's up? <laughs> so you, you got all these secret handshakes. You got these secret symbologies. You got all these different things which convey information and, and knowledge and an acknowledgement thereof that knowledge and information. Um. I think that we're seeing that actually occur within the social discourse and the fabric of, of holes and crap and unraveling of threads that are going on out there. And it's amazing to me because as a student, a semiotician of this, of these types of bits of informatica and knowledge, it's fascinating to watch people adopt things. They have no freaking idea what <gasps> they're doing. Dude. And then they take and they proliferate those things, add additional meanings, turn them into <laughs> definitions that are incomprehensible in any kind of cognitive way. And the next thing you know, you're wrapped up in some kind of discourse, shoving pop popcorn in your face as you're trying to figure out what the hell just happened. That was happened. a Freudian <laughs> slip if I ever heard one. <laughs> Suddenly you're caught in discord, shoving pot in your... Uh, uh. <laughs> well, right. I, I got to tell you, sometimes it requires additional herbal libations to actually get yourself into the proper frame of mind when you are tracking a thread on Mr. Roberts Facebook page. Oh, oh my goodness. Dude. 
It's already started today. Did it? What for what, Roberts? For what? Talk to us, bro. Come on, we're here for you, bro. Talk to us. What's this up? is all about you, brother. Oh, there are certain people that I communicate with and people that I don't even communicate with that tag me in their posts. So uh they can I don't know. They think they're poking a stick at me. They so really let me ask aren't. you this though. Let me ask you this. So you uh yesterday, by the way, happy birthday, little brother Flint. He turned 10 years old yesterday. Yes. Double oh, freaking yes. digits. So Flynn, 10 Boom. years old. A huge shout out to brother. Uh oh, you know, I'm doing this. Check this out. Somebody's gonna think this is some sublim subliminal like devil worshiping shit right here or some yeah, that's white supremacy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. anyways, now you posted a picture of him uh with his new BB gun. Which I yes. thought was really oh, freaking I was cool. Watching that one. <laughs> so where's the controversy in that post? I gotta know because you got some friends, dude. I'm just saying they're a little, uh, you know, different. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah. Some of them, respectfully, <laughs> they were like, "I'm not making a statement here, but I couldn't, I couldn't buy a, a gun anymore, and you know, out of principle or something." And I say, "I got a principle. I, I want to go buy ten more." Hell yeah, uh, bro. But uh, uh, I do have to say this: Rocky got online. Uh, video chat with my son yesterday to wish him a happy birthday and Flynn God bless him he's my delicate son you know he's he's a little shy at first doesn't say a whole lot I mean you get to know him he's bombastic but Rocky says so you know you're 10 now you're gonna start digging chicks now and he's like oof, oof. you know he doesn't know what to say and then he says uh, he says you're gonna start getting hair in your butthole and armpit <laughs> And lost it. He thought that was the funniest thing he ever heard. He didn't say anything back. He just laughed. And uh, Rocky said, "Come on, come on, lift the armpit. Show me the show me the curly cue." And Flynn was just busting a nut on that one. That was but, pretty good. Uh, then he told it later. I heard him say to him, "You know what Rocky said to me? He said I'm going to get hair in my butthole in my armpit." <laughs> Have you told him about Morning Wood yet? Oh. Uh, no, we haven't approached morning. Wood have yet. you had that talk with Flynn yet, Scotty? You know, we, we, we're here, brother. We, we want to counsel this. We you want know, to help you. Through I will this say process, this. I had that well, talk we're here to help him. you work through it. We're here. I had bro. that talk with him when he was about eight months old, because he'd wake up between eight, eight months and a year with morning wood. Oh, gentlemen. Look oh, my just God. Me some... The show just oh. got me. Oh, Mrs. Ducci. Oh, my God. She just brought Rocky me talk. some coffee. She just brought me some coffee. I got to tell you, brother, uh, <laughs> brother Stucci, you, you certainly, I don't, yeah. you didn't even marry up. You, you bought yourself up. What do you mean? Oh I bought God. myself up, bro. What's up? This shit ain't sexy. What's up? <laughs> there is, there is no way. There is no way that, that gorgeous woman chose you out without any kind of remuneration on your part, without kind of any kind of commitment that would say you shall. And you said, I will baby, tell them why you got with me. Stay in the microphone, please. Say it in the microphone. Why did you, you get with? What? Say it again. You made me laugh. Oh, I'm totally turned on right now. <laughs> I I missed that. It cut out. Yeah, you gotta say it again. Because you, you made me laugh. Oh. Oh well, there it is. Damn. Okay, boys, you take the show. I'm gone for 15 minutes. Be right back. Just kidding. Yeah, 15. <laughs> Love you. Thank you. She brought me coffee, boys. What's up, man? This is how shit's done around here. You know what I'm saying? What's you know, up? that's that's like the, the the time I was gone in Egypt for a month, and I came home, and the next day I'm down in my office. My wife runs down the stairs, and she's naked. <gasps> and she said, she said, all right, buddy, the kids are watching cartoons. You got eight minutes. And I leaned back, and I went, we can go twice. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> 
And, oh, and the, the, the moral to this story was about two weeks later, she came down. I was in the same position. I'm at my desk at my computer, and she has this little thing in her hand. She sticks it in my face, and she says, what's that look like to you, Mr. Roberts? And oh. I go, what? That big blue cross on the, what is this? It's oh, a oh. pregnancy strip. This is where uh, that, that particular little scene uh, was where Ellery came from. Oh, did you cry when you found out? Yeah, I put my face in my hands, and I think it accompanied a few colorful four-letter words. It's not <laughs> about the child and the beauty of new life and creation and all of that. It was about having another child. Well, and, you know, uh, you know, dude, I'll tell you something. It's it's a struggle. We all get it. We've all been there, right? Uh, especially when kids are younger, it, you know, but it's as tough and difficult as raising children can be. Sometimes I say children are the best and worst thing that ever happened to us because we constantly worry about them all the time, but it yep. brings a joy and a love into our life. Even though we, we get caught up in the chaos and you know, I get it, dude, it happens everywhere. We get caught up in the chaos, but dude, I got to tell you, you got a beautiful family. Your older kids are absolutely beautiful. Your younger kids are absolutely beautiful and you got a beautiful family brother and, and I'm honored to be part of it, man. Well, thank you. And you are part of it. I and am. you know, and, and uh, professor Bauer, you too. Kind of. Feel left kind of, out, you know. Not hey, all the I, way. I, I don't feel left out at all, guys. I've got, I've got two. As a matter of fact, I got two beautiful daughters. I got two amazing grandsons. My my youngest grandson, Luke, he just turned uh, one. My daughter keeps sending me pictures and videos, and sent one yesterday. And I mean, this kid, there's something very special. There's magical stuff going on with this young man, and he's got this mop hair. He's got this incredible face, beautiful eyes. And he's, he's like this midget magician. He just, he, he exudes this beautifulness and she's got, she's at Costco or some shit and they're doing the mom and son shopping. He's sitting in the cart. She, he's surrounded by zucchini and Brussels sprouts and he's got a hold of this Brussels sprout and he's gnawing the hell out of it. <laughs> and it's like, I couldn't get you guys to eat Brussels sprouts. How did you get him? Uh, but I tell you what, you're right, Rocky, the having children, having that offspring, especially when you're somebody like me, when I was growing up, I thought, you know, I'd see, I was a kid. I saw people with kids. I knew other kids of kids. And I looked at that and I said, there is no way, there's no way in hell that I would have the integrity, the responsibility, the accountability to have another life because, you know, at my age, I'm still raising me. And I, I thought that's not on my bucket list. I can't do that to someone else, let alone do it to myself. Right. Next thing I know, I've got not only kids, but I've got girls. Oh, right. And and I'm a I'm a I'm a woman loving man. I have a healthy respect for the female expression of our carbon meat suits, as most men. Carbon do. meat suits. Damn carbon meat power. <laughs> and. So I end up with women and I'm like, holy shit, how am I going to survive this? <laughs> this is not something that I plan for, that I'm uh, educated, that I'm ready for. And at the end of the day, they're now what, 30, 31. I have two of the most amazing children. Two, uh, my oldest daughter is essentially a female version of me, which Ooh. is scary enough. Wow. I was going to compliment her, dude, but it ain't happening now because <laughs> I'm going to feel totally gay by saying something, bro. What's up? <laughs> But you know, uh, uh, let me ask a question here that came up in, as we were talking about this. 
And this kind of relates to some of the work that, uh, you know, we've been talking about with Jeff Harmon on the show, mm -hmm. Rocky, mm -hmm. about souls. Did either of you have the experience that when, uh, of knowing the moment when the conception of any of your children actually happened? In other words, that moment of climax and then realizing, oh my God, here comes a life. Well, so I did actually, this is really weird you say that. And, um, it was with my first son and the weirdest thing happened is right during, you know, that moment, you know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. Yeah, that that moment. that moment. It was really weird because now typically my toes curl. I'm a toe curler. You know what I'm saying? Yep, but me, was, me too. What was different about this time was I got a cramp in my left calf, and I knew something was different, bro. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had, uh, yeah, okay. Well, that we can explore that. Um, the reason I'm asking that question is I know the I know the instant that both of my children were conceived. Interesting. In the midst of the acts, I, I felt it. I knew that, oh, my God, there's a lot. Oh, my God. This one happened. is <laughs> this, a quickie up against the wall. This is child producing. Ooh. This one's for the win. <laughs> for the win. <laughs> uh, and and it, it was a very profound experience for me. I, I, I remember it like it was a few minutes ago. How about you, Canoli? Do you, do you remember the golden moment, bro, when you were manufacturing human beings, bro? I, I don't know if at the <laughs> moment I ever thought I'm creating another life right here, but I do think uh, that, that there are times I can pinpoint it. I could go, you were conceived at the XYZ. You were conceived here, and it was this time of day. And, uh, you know, I can remember those moments, but I don't think ever during copulation, did I ever have an epiphanous moment that said, here hey, it comes. Honey. <laughs> hey, honey, <laughs> this I, one's for the new kid. <laughs> I, I remember my first one. It was uh, after a corporate meeting and we were at a hotel and that right after dinner, I mean, we were both just shit faced, but I still recall, boom. All of a sudden, oh shit, I think we got a kid coming. Dude, if you're drunk and you have sex and that that sperm that beats all the millions of other sperms that gets into the egg, do you is that sperm drunk? So is it kind of like drunk fighting to get into the egg? You know what I'm saying, bro? This deep shit right here, bro. Yeah, I'm thinking that probably not, but it depends on how much you've consumed over what period of time. I mean, because eventually the alcohol does seep into all of the molecules and things that are floating around right. within your your sack right oh your set why do you gotta talk like that bro talking about well, sex well, yeah I mean, we're, we're just being real here right <laughs> i mean this, this is the raw and the real um but i i don't think that there's that much of a of an influence however if you are a regular consumer and you've got this state of alcoholic uh you know essence within your entire being i gotta imagine that you know, that little Lance Armstrong that's out running and everybody else is probably, you know, he might be struggling with the pedals. Dang, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm going <laughs> to tell you this. Um, I was accomplishing uh, like, shit on this show right now, guys. I'm just saying, but I love this shit. Bro, like, what's up? <laughs> 28 years ago or so, 29 almost, I was told by my doctor that I would... I think he said it just like this. Mr. Roberts, I hate to be the bearer of very bad tidings, but I do not believe you will ever father children. Damn. And uh, what we didn't know at the time was my wife was already pregnant by uh, it, when we timed it out by about 
10 days with my twin daughters and uh, my firstborn. And so um, now I've got six kids. Now, you know, it used to be um, a great pickup line. You know, hey, baby, you know, come on home with me. I can't conceive, you know, oh. or I can't. Uh, no, I wouldn't be doing the conceiving. I would be doing the. What do you call well, me? It that? depends, bro. You know, because we don't judge. So you may, you know, it's new times, bro. Men conceive now. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. You know, I saw something, a meme the other day that said 98% of straight males won't date trans women, men becoming women, because they hate them. It's all about hate. What? And I responded and I said, this can't be real. This has got to be like from the onion or something. I said, because uh, I said, uh, I hate doesn't even come into the picture. Not at all. I, said, I wouldn't date a trans woman, trans male, whatever, the male to woman. I wouldn't date one because, frankly, there's no future in it. Um, you know, I would go out and have drinks with one, maybe. And one, I'm objectifying there, but so was the meme. Um, I might have friends who are or have a drink with somebody, but you know what? not gonna date somebody what's the what's the purpose of dating dude if i'm not gonna date a trans work. because i don't want to touch another man's penis you know what i'm saying well, bro? It is. well well what kind of guy are you you're automatically assuming the date means sex well it does quarter yeah yeah well maybe so but <laughs> i said i said you know i said uh, dating it's like courting i said what if the potential of having a date with somebody is because you want something more permanent. You want them to be either the permanent squeeze at home or you want them to be the future uh, spouse. You want to have kids together and stuff like that might be in the back of your head. And uh, there's no future. Well, 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 I think that that we got to we've got to dice this up a little bit here. Sure. First of all, having any kind of bias towards anything is a natural inherent part of their human condition. I'm biased towards a natural, normal, beautiful woman. Red-headed, buxom lass. Got it. Right? I am am biased about not wanting to be with plumbing that's been altered in any shape or form from its original content. Oh. I'm an OEM kind of guy, right? Although I can handle, you know, the occasional piercing, you know. Now, that doesn't mean that I wouldn't go out on a quote-unquote dinner date meaning going out and having dinner with someone who was uh, physically altered in some way, shape or form to meet whatever meme is growing on in their head or whatever social construct that they've adopted doesn't bother me at all. In fact, I would find that highly fascinating just to have that discourse to, to explain to me how, what went through your mind to get to this point so that I can relate to it because I can't from, yeah. you know, from my own perspective. Should so, we get a transgender on this show? Uh, I know somebody. Remember, I've told you about a friend of my daughter. But that's uh, a chick going dude. I want to bring a, a chick dude on chick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You want the other way around. I want, want the other the, way around the, because it's more controversial. Chick. You know, it seems like, you know, these bull dykes are more acceptable in today's society. But it's the, um, was that the wrong thing to say, bull dykes? It has nothing to do with being right or wrong. It's just a term that you're using to describe a certain set of circumstances. Now, the other that's thing. That's not my personal pronoun. Yeah, I, it's not it's not the identity that I choose to identify with. But let's, let's talk about this for a second. 
if you have, if you've gone from one gender, one set of plumbing to another, then doesn't that give a whole new meaning and definition to effing yourself? Oh, dude. You know, you know, what? not <laughs> the, I mean, I'm of, just asking, but... I'm just asking. <laughs> we can do that without having to have our balls cut off. You know what I'm saying, yeah. bro? I do it all the time. <laughs> you know, Figure. I mean, seriously, though, it's 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 an honest question because the the way in which all of this stuff has been, you know, taken and remangled and repositioned and redefinized, I guess is the word. Uh, it's so confusing. You can't keep up with. It used to be called this. It used to mean that, but now it's means this because it's used for this group for this particular uh, group think identity that. Somebody is hoisted upon you that you've adopted without even validating it yourself to see if it actually works for the way in which you think. You but know, you, you know what I'm saying? I do. And I, and I got to tell you, um, I don't on a very basic fundamental level understand why somebody would want to do that. I understand that somebody might have those feelings. I think we just used to call it gay, but. Now, now, gay is obviously very different. Isn't this like gay the next level? You know, it's like I, I like people of my own sex. Therefore, I'm going to physically manipulate my physical body. To me, it's always been if you've got to physically manipulate your body in order to be what you want to be. You know, it's not like putting a piercing in your ear, or your eyebrow you know, or a navel ring. I mean, you're talking major surgical manipulation. That to me, just it's foreign to the way I think. Um, what does it take in somebody to, to be smack a little serious here for a second? What does it take in the mind of somebody to say, I need to cut things off or add things on or take drugs or do whatever in order to become what I think I was supposed to be by mistake. It's not uh, by mistake, though. That's the thing. It's not by mistake. No, no I, I mean, well, and that I, brings... I ended up being a man when I was supposed to be a woman. Right. There was some uh, genetic mistake. Well, then, and that brings in a whole other paradigm of thought, which is you start talking about uh, the para versus the normal versus the realm of reality and the souls, the iterations, and mm -hmm. so forth. It's like we talked about on one of the previous shows. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if if Rocky was Scotty's daddy in a previous life. Whoa, easy, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, or maybe, maybe, maybe he was his mother. So, what's, oh, I like that. What's what's to say? <laughs> maybe that's know. why he keeps showing me his nipples. I don't I know. Do. I do. Maybe that's why you keep trying to suck on him, bro. <laughs> hey let Dude. me ask a question though we only have uh less than a minute here really quick is it possible or is it like a real thing do women actually get penises put on and then their vagina sewn shut real question honest to god real question i i, I think so i think i'm flummoxed by that one i i, I just don't know we got to google and, it during the break but yeah. if you do that does it work no and, and, and does and does it come with a pump Ooh. Yeah, that you would it would have to. Dude, I know some dudes that need a pump. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I I knew dudes that had them, you know, when I was a kid and one of our teachers, he was very he said, "Yeah, I'd have a pump installed." 
I got a pump. It's called my heart and it tells blood where to go. And that's all I need. All right, bro. Well, I, I visualized that. That was the most messed up part of that. whole yeah, damn thing, We all bro. paused to go <laughs> blood from the professors. Okay. Got a it. Moment of silence. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if we even accomplished anything. But I shall tell you something. It sure was fun as hell to talk about. You're listening to the Situation Room. We have the big freaking cannoli. We have the Professor Bauer. You have the emotional freaking meatball right here. And we thank all of you for listening and those that are watching with us tonight. We love the hell out of each and every one of you. And we are grateful that you take your time out to hang out with us. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. More madness to come right here on the Situation Room. Stand by, folks. I'm having a Bauerism. A Bauerism. I'm having a Bauerism. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back it's to like the second. It's something. It's an ism. <laughs> He's got the Bauer bounce going on. I got the Bauer bounce. Yeah. This, this, this one's different, though. This one's just kind of like, hey, how you doing? What's up? Follow the bouncing ball. Yeah, Do you, you remember you that? <laughs> you start off with a good, hard bounce, and then you have to get into a nice groove and finish it off. Wow. Say that again, Bauer, please. You start off with a nice hard bounce. You you get on it, you ride it, you hit it hard, and then you slowly slide into a groove, and you just ride that baby out. That reminds you of a video Rocky sent me last week. <laughs> For some reason. Oh, thank you, brother. <laughs> oh, oh man, I'll drink my coffee. Hey, I'm telling you. Let me share something with you guys really quick. You know, sometimes, and um, you guys are familiar with this, we do shows and we get some comments, we get emails, we get messages, and a whole bunch of... It's, most are really cool, right? Some people, you know, shut up. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. anyways, I got a message yesterday from our show we did yesterday. I shared this with you, Bauer, and I tagged you in this, Scotty. And um, it was from Linda Chapman. So, Linda Chapman, please turn your computer down for the next 10 seconds. This is what she wrote. Love listening to you guys, but I'm at work, and it's always scary when you yell out the words vagina. And then she <laughs> writes, I always have to look away and pretend you did not say it as co-workers look at me. So, Linda Chapman, thank you for the message, and thank you for the vagina. What's up now? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, what, what was that, Rocky? Did you say vagina? Vagina! <laughs> And, and don't forget to tip your waitress or waitress your tip. Which one is it? Um, yeah. Whatever. You know, mood you and, and, you know, then I've got my four-year-old girl that refers to things down there. All things coalesced down there in the nether regions as her butt vagina. Ooh. Oh, so, because hey, it's a vagina. And, you know, you try to teach these things the proper way. That's a whole young. other definition of taint. Damn, yeah, it Bauer. Is. It right. taint that, and it taint this, but it's taint. So, you know, here's a question I had while we were going out during the last segment, and I just got to get this out of the way because I don't know where we're going to go in this segment here. Um, so, yes, folks, I just want you to know that it is absolutely possible for a female to convert to a male. And, it, dude, I'm telling you something. There's one thing 
about having your penis cut off, flipped inside out like a sock, a hole rammed out between your legs, and then that penis shoved in your crotch, and that becomes your vagina hole, right? Okay, that, that sounds pretty messed up. But right here, um, genital reassignment, genital reconstructive procedures, also known as GRT, use either solely the clitoris or clit, aureus. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, 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 an extra vowel in there, Vanna. Uh, the elusive uh, piece that has been a struggle for all mankind for millennia. Now, it's enlarged by androgenic hormones. Totally probably said that wrong. And then it has the scientific term right next to it, which I won't even attempt. Or also used free tissue grafts from either the arm, the thigh, or abdomen, or the back. And they literally rip half your body apart to get the skin that they need for the penis. Now, well, here's the question. Does it end up looking like circumcised or uncircumcised? That's good. Oh. Dude, that's a really good question. That's a good that's question. That's a really good Deep question. Thoughts by Mr. Roberts. And then it says here, Deep most thoughts. of which further use. Now, what they do after they have the penis put on, they have an, an erectile implant. In either case, the urethra can be rerouted through the phallus to allow urination through the newly constructed penis and the labia majora are united to form a scrotum where prosthetic testicles can be inserted. So you got fake balls, and then they get a whole bunch of skin from your back, and they put the penis where the clitoris is at so you can pee through the penis. And then they also inject a pump so you can still get an erection to be able to have and you know, sex. I, I'm only chuckling when I'm listening to you pronounce some of the medical terms. I don't even care, but, bro. No, I know you don't. I, it just made me laugh. <laughs> that's all. I but, hate trying uh, to pronounce I, I'm words. wondering about an apparatus like that that's constructed for you. Uh, um, is there feeling of any kind? Obviously not. How do You Can't don't be. have the same. No, because there's no nerves in it. Uh, a, a woman who converts to a man is never going to feel what a guy feels uh, with a penis. It just, it, it ain't ever going to work that way. Um, they can do a close facsimile of action uh, with reconstruction, but they're never going to be male and feel the maleness of, you know, when guys stride around, they strut because they're naked because they go, I'm a guy, I got a penis and balls. They strut because you like it. You, you go, I like that. And it, it feels good. It's great. And a woman's never going to know. Just like a man will never know what a woman feels like. I have only two things to say about what was just said. Uh, yeah. One, as far as whatever that was that you were reading, uh, Rocky, um, it caused a significant pucker in my posterior orifice. Total pucker, posterior orifice. And, and number two, mm. one of my favorite things is, <laughs> um, I think it was Ron Jeremy that that's quoted this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the great thing about having a penis is being able to share it with those who don't. Well, there's that. Oh, bro, you you're know what I'm get saying. <laughs> I think the com uh, the chat room just lit up. You know, Ron Jeremy to me <laughs> seems like first of all, he's always been a troll. Um, you know, how does a guy like that swinging me? He's the guy that to me uh, proves that porn is not about anything affectionate at all. Uh, porn is about how much you get paid to do this guy, uh, or vice versa. And uh, because Ron Jeremy, 
Um, I mean, he's he's not a looker. I mean, I I couldn't imagine ever has I mean, and and that goes to this whole other thought idea of about you know what is sex? Is it is sex a is it at a fundamental level? Is it something that is just a primal instinct, more from a recreational, from a pleasurable perspective? And that as sex was being discovered and um, all of the different ways in which it can be done over time and the evolution of the carbon units, um, they found out that, oh shit, when I'm having fun, occasionally we get get a download, right? Another carbon unit drops out. And it, it wasn't something that was initially a part of procreation it wasn't a procreation uh intent it was wait a minute it's more yeah, i'm not doing i got a i got a redwood tree right here <laughs> <laughs> and, and we got to do something about this right you know i wondered about that early on in my my non-attempts oh. at procreation <laughs> um he said redwood I, tree roberts he said redwood tree he goes like this and says redwood tree i know yeah. Well, I mean, you you can you can relate. I mean, you guys know what I'm talking about, you know, and and probably 99% of the women that are in the chat room right now are going, I've seen that this before. But dude, why shows, why couldn't it be a maple tree? You know what I'm saying? Why does it have to be a redwood tree? You know what I'm that saying? Be, well, why couldn't it be that broccoli or uh, because <laughs> that would that would be a little sappy, don't you think, Rocky? I mean, oh, yeah. You know, or no, we're talking redwood, right? The wood is red and it's wood and it's red. Well, we have said, I, I have said, you know, you know, mighty oak. There's <laughs> yeah, mighty yeah. oak. At, at least and you got some nuts the with the oaks. <laughs> oh my God, what's going on here, boys? <laughs> Nothing is. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> you know what's going on? Pink slips. Pink oh, slips yeah. being uh, written up. Ooh. Yeah, we're in Ooh. trouble. Yeah. Hey, I guys. Here's your pink slips for the day. I think we're going to get tagged by somebody as inappropriate content. Inappropriate. It's probably uh, going on right now. No, you yeah. know what? I think that we're talking about a very serious issue without allowing ourselves to get angry about it or disgruntled about it. And we can still, because we're human beings and this is what we do on this show. We have this thing. It's really weird. I know it's rare these days, but we have this thing, folks. It's called a sense of humor. And if we can't laugh at our own Hell flaws yeah. as human beings, then you know we're doing something wrong. And, and this is why people are here because... We can turn these situations and we can still have a good time, but yet still have a pretty good damn conversation about it. You know what I'm saying? What's up? Hell yeah. yeah. We, 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 not only, you know, do we have a good sense of humor, but you get some change back. Yeah, man. What's up? <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> Here, I got a quarter for your dollar, you know. Uh, but, you know, think about it. This this whole we, we were talking about transgenderism and, you know, the, the, the difference between men and women and then sex. And did you can, did you know when you conceived your child and the soul entered the, the, that little combination of molecules and then started to split and become another human and you get a download It's sex, sex. What the hell is sex? Sex is obviously what the, whoever designed us, whoever created whatever the hell we define ourselves as, there is a binary function. There is a binary manifestation. It's either one or the other. It's always fascinating when you you look at archaeologies, Scotty, and you and John going out and looking at stuff. Why is it that all of these different civilizations and all these different cultures that have been dug up and found, they only find two sexes? Yeah. Mm. Well, that's it. 
right? You don't see a transgender coming out of the Roman period. You see some gay guys, mm-hmm. yeah. you see some gay Greeks, and you see some gay whoever who like to swing both ways. <laughs> and, you know, and I think that, you know, that's perfectly normal. I can't, yeah. um, you know, the whole binary thing going one way or the other. I can see that. Um, I've, I've actually been uh, complimented and and approached by gay guys saying dude i would love to do you and and i i i, I find that complimentary that i'm flattered on a t-shirt i think uh, that should be some of your merchandise <laughs> your would you exit, like to do me right you know your exit but, show <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously i mean i i i remember the first time that that really was i was confronted with that right in my face i was it was back in 1976 and we were working on the, uh, I was getting involved with some women who were doing this, some campaign stuff and they were mm-hmm, two, just, mm-hmm. they, they lived together. My buddy, yep. I played guitar, my oh, buddy I played drums. We'd all get together, the four of us, and we'd have ourselves a good old time. So stickers. tell us a little more about the good old time, Bauer. I want to hear more. Yeah. What's that yeah, about? Yeah. yeah like well, play Monopoly, Twister. <laughs> uh, it was, it was uh, your turn, then your turn kind of thing. Right. Ooh. Hmm. So uh, we were there one night, First. and these two, <laughs> two guys that were friends of these these girls came over, and they brought some supplies because we were making these uh, political blocks, and you had to put the stickers on them. And they were, I don't remember what what it was, who it was, but anyway, these two guys showed up, and I noticed they were, you know, they had, you know, a a, a little limp in their walk and their wrist, and they were, you know, kind of nice and fluffy, and I didn't mm. pay much attention to it because we were all consuming things that were altering our states of consciousness. But at one point I'm standing in the kitchen. The guy comes up to me and he says, you are divine. I went, wow. Wow. Oh, that's pretty cool, man. Thank you very much. And he said, no, seriously. Gayified you right on the spot. Dude, you've been gayified, Bauer. I I was, I, I, first, I didn't know what to say or think. And then I thought, oh, this is kind of cool. You know, I, I've never really had somebody uh, male come up and say that to me. And the next thing I know, he's got his hand on my shoulder. Oh boy, touching he's so. my arm, and he's kind of trying personal to personal you know, bubble, trying to pull me in a little bit. And I'm thinking, where's my girlfriend? I need I need some relief here. <laughs> and she came up, grabbed his ass, grabbed my ass. Oh boy, and said, "You two should really take this into another room." Oh, with her at the same time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was going to be two guys, one, one girl. And I, I'm sorry, the whole sword battle thing just doesn't work for me. I, you know, if I'm going into battle, I'm bringing my own sword and that's the only one that's going to go in the battle. I got stories, bro. Just saying. I I bet you do. I think we need this transition into one of yours. (laughs) Take your lightsaber. (laughs) Cut me down with it. The emperor was Scottish, you know. You ever watch that? The uh, the Emperor Strikes Back. No, no. The uh, the Empire Strikes Back. No, it's the last one. The, the Revenge of the Sith. Uh, the the Return of the Jedi. Oh yeah, that one. And and you got the Emperor he's sitting in his big throne, you know, and Luke Skywalker's <laughs> there, and they're watching the battle, and he's got he says the Emperor, and they show the cut, and he's he's got Luke's lightsaber sitting on the arm of his throne, and he says. Ah, yes, your lightsaber. Then he says, take your lightsaber. Strike me down with it. And I said, ah, the emperor's Scottish. 
That's what that made me think of when you were talking. Uh, about yeah, you know, I never really thought about that, but you're right. You're right. You dude, I, that... Strike me down with it. I totally caught that when I was watching it. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I knew. Was that an in-between <laughs> sleep and uh, peeing and all of that stuff? You know, we so, should play so... a game. We should play a game right now. Us three. Right now. All let's, right, do let's do it. it. Okay, well, we're all familiar with the game Truth or Dare, right? Oh, well, boy. obviously, we can't do the dare part. So let's Why us three <laughs> play a game called Truth. So this is how we're going to do it. Now, Cannoli, you're going to ask Bauer a question, and you have to answer 100% truthful. Bauer, you're going to ask me a question, and I'm going to answer truthful with a lot of manipulation. And then I'm going to ask the Cannoli a question. <laughs> And so let's let's have a little Wait circle a thing going on. I don't like the here. way this circle is set up. I like the way this <laughs> circle is set up, bro. What's up now? Come on, give me a hug. What's up? Well, yeah, and I just want some clarification before we get started. Now, um, there's been recent controversy uh, going controversy, <laughs> or at least as it relates to you know some of the the stuff that's been floating around in the ethos uh, recently about the definition between truth or facts. Are we going to follow uh, truth or are we going to follow facts? Let's do and the best we can to combine both of them. I'm kind of thinking that they're both actually should be the same. They but should. the thing about the thing should about be. truth, the truth can be what you decide it want you want it to be. Whereas facts are immutable. You can't, you know, it, that's a fact. You know, it's like Rocky. You know, he's got a big glow on that schnoz right now, and that is a fact. Now the I truth do. is that it's only because that his. You know, Rocky's well endowed. True, bro. What's up? Oh, wait, that wasn't one of the questions, Rocky. No, it wasn't. <laughs> now, is that a truth or is that a fact? Well, it's only Democrats that separate the difference between truth and facts. To Democrats, they have a truth completely separate than facts. Us here, truth Amen. are facts. You know what I'm saying, brother? Okay, so, yeah. Kanoli, you're up. You ask Brother Bauer a question. Anything you want, he has to answer right here, right now. Everybody prepare yourself. Here we go. Come on, let's do this. Hold Come on, on to your knickers. <laughs> Professor Bauer. Yes, sir. Truth. Are you a CIA operative? That was totally boring, bro. Oh, come on. <laughs> Tell me there was a. All right. All right. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, let's see. Um, what, what, what category does it have to be? In Anything, Rocky? bro. Preferably as raw and raunchy as possible, bro, because that's what I like to do. You know what I'm saying, bro? You want to be raunchy. So this is what this is about. This is about raunch factor, not necessarily truth factor. We're, well, there okay. is truth, just, truth and raunch. I mean, come on. There now. is. We, we were just uh, talking about Ron Jeremy. I mean, Ronch factor. It, it would have to be something that I would have thought about and uh, or considered. So, and I haven't. So, oh, one thing that has crossed my mind, though. Hmm. You're a musician. That I am. We all know about musicians. We all know about rock stars and rock bands. Uh, you were once, uh, you know, a not too bad looking dude playing i've seen the old pictures <laughs> um let's see so how many of your recording sessions mm -hmm. not ended but were broken up by let's call it sexual activity oh yeah, ever have anything go on in studio back then I'm not going to get into specifics because it. Look may... at him. Wait, 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 Rocky. Just look at him first. 
well, uh, I don't want to get into too much detail here, but let me get started. I, I will I will admit to the fact that back in the day, and, and this is one of those things that happened, you, you just had to be there. Right? So I grew up in Southern California in the 70s, 60s, and 70s. Uh, I was in uh, the Pasadena area. And before Van Halen was found by Gene Simmons and started doing all their stuff, I was in a band called Maelstrom. Uh, M-A-L-E-L, isn't it? Mail M-A-E-L. Well, we, we called it mail because we oh, were, this yeah. is the time when, you know, you were, your shirts were open, your, your, you had holes in your pants and they were long tight, hair. You know, long yeah. So uh, we were essentially a rock kind of metal band and we opened up for Van Halen at, the, at a place called uh, the uh, Golden Corral. And uh, it's like a steakhouse, isn't it? Well, they, back then it was a great big old okay. bar. All right. And so, uh, and again, this is before they became huge. They were huge in the area at the time. So the crowd, the place was packed. We were in there just pounding every substance you can imagine. <laughs> I'm watching Eddie and these guys just, I mean, overindulge, and they were still functioning. I, I couldn't imagine what they were doing. But, and this is not a recording session, but it's what brought to mind there was a, there's a, not a green room, but a green area in the back where the musicians were, we'd get ready. We'd load our shit. That's when you didn't have a budget. There was uh, no there was, yeah, we were our own roadies, right? <laughs> and I will admit that there was just bef well, I, it was after our performance and Van Halen was getting up there to do their get set up. And this is when they, they first did the, remember the exploding fire cans? Right front of the stage that was some scary shit especially when you were loaded out of your mind and i did uh, i was standing in the back and uh, these two fine young teenage just voluptuous incredible ladies came up and they took me i mean literally i one of them pinned me down the other one just went to town and i i succumbed to their wiles and and wishes all i want to say there is me too me too. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I, I, at the time, the thought of being violated was not something that crossed my mind. I, That's I right. That, That's right. I felt that I was in the service of the needs of these fine young ladies. I like the way you work, Bauer. Just saying, bro. What's up? <laughs> there it is. So, uh, yeah, and then recording sessions. Yeah, there was, there was quite a few of that. And that's the thing about, you know, uh, you've seen those pictures where the, you got the, the old dumpy dude and he's got yeah. some, you know, really cranky looking girlfriend and he's standing there next, you know, leaning up against his Pinto and he's wondering, you know, where are the good looking women? And the next yeah. picture, he's got a guitar hanging next to him and yes. there's a gorgeous woman standing next to him. And, uh, there is truth in that meme. Yeah. There uh, it is. You know, all, you know, it, when you have fingers, Oh, you know how to, dogs and guitars. And you know how to use them. Oh, so <laughs> good times can be had. All right. That's a It's my turn to ask. Okay. Mr. So we got about All six right. minutes. Come on. What you got, bro? Right. I ain't scared, bro. I'm not okay. even nervous. What's up? I think that um, <laughs> I, th I think I, I want to ask. Nervous. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I think I want to ask something about. Um, Let's consider this in the personal hygiene category. Okay. All right. Yeah. Now, being one who 
uh, because of my shiatsu and, and being, you know, working with bodies and doing body massage and, and so forth, I have an affinity for all of the, the different aspects and the way that in which the body functions, the different places that people are un, uh, unaware of in a lot of cases because they don't get the attention that the body really needs. You know, and we talked before about um, when you, if you're going to have a great massage, there are three places, at least on my body, and I think it happens with everybody where the most profound effect can be uh, occur and it's not sexual it's the head the butt and the feet mm-hmm. if you you know and there's you know you're looking at it from a geometric perspective that's you know the top <laughs> the middle the bottom right i'm watching rocky's eyes go off to the side like okay get to it get to it <laughs> where is he going with this where is he going with this so my question is this mr stucci have you ever been stimulated from an erectile perspective when you have had a massage on your butt dude that's such an awesome question bro that's such an awesome because i have and it was the first time i was super scared it was it was a big dude chick you know what i'm saying not judging chick (laughs) she was really cool Lisa got me a one-hour massage, so I went in there, and uh, she was rubbing me, and, and she looks at me, and she goes, would you like me to rub your buttocks? I'm, and I look at her. I got drool coming from my face and shit because she was deep massaging my shit. You know what I'm saying? And I look at her. I go, are you asking me to rub my ass? And uh, she did, and it was weird because she kind of got in the crotch area too. You know what I'm saying, bro? And that kind of stimulated yeah. me a little bit. And um, it took me a while, but I had to roll over, and it still didn't do this. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I rolled yeah. over, bro. I didn't have no shame. And it was just like, hey, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? What's up? Ten hut. Ten hut. Great question. All right. I got a question. I got a question for the cannoli. I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about this. I got oh, a question. Oh, yeah. You know why this whole thing came up, <laughs> Professor? Because, because he's, he had about- that question to begin with, right? Yep. Okay. So we got before three the minutes. Show even started. We got three minutes. We got three minutes before the show is done. So three I got to ask this really quick. Now, this here is if this action would put Hillary Clinton in prison for life. Would oh you, would you, Scotty freaking Roberts, would you stick, <laughs> would you stick a three foot double ended dildo in your butthole and walk up and down your block naked so it looks like you have a tail? Ooh. <laughs> if it I would like that question, if it would end up with Hillary Clinton going to jail. Yep. No. What? No, I Dude. don't like things in my butt. Can I answer this question? Yes, please. (laughs) Maybe a sofa or a shipper robe, but certainly not a... I would find a volunteer to do this. I would actively seek someone. I'm calling on my proxy. Yeah, I'd say, (laughs) hey, here's what's going to happen if you do this. Can I sign you up? I I would actively pursue somebody to do that. I don't think that the visual of, of Scotty doing that would... I wouldn't wear well. Yeah, I see it though, bro. No, I see no. it, dude. I see it. No. It's here. I thought you were going to ask me something really gross, like that if, wasn't gross. In order to get <laughs> Hillary put to prison, would you have sex with Miley Cyrus dude, or something like that? And I'd have to go, no. But what about the visual <laughs> of you walking up and down your neighborhood naked with two feet of dildo hanging out of your butthole, looking like a happy dog? You know what I'm saying, bro? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's got its negative points, but I wouldn't do it for Hillary putting her in jail. Well, you guys, you know what? Seriously, this, this ended up. There is <laughs> yeah, there is some the serious you shit. You guys to move on. <laughs> there is some serious shit here that we talked about, but I, I, this is why we love the hell out of the people that watch us is because we we 
we we can have co- you know comedy within these conversations. I think we just needed a day, <laughs> gentlemen, where we just had to shut this shit off. You know what I'm saying? Because the world is kind oh, of yeah. messy, and um, hopefully we made you guys laugh, gentlemen. We have a minute here. Let everybody know. Start with you, Bauer. Tell everybody about your show. I believe it is Tuesdays and Fridays. Let everybody yes, know sir. how they can watch, listen, and follow you. Right. So the Nexus Nextcast premiered last night. Uh, we've got the YouTube channel up. You can find it at the Nexus Nextcast or just Professor Bauer. It's at uh, odyssey1.com where all of our brothers are are just proliferating the airways with amazing amounts of information, discourse, and intelligent talk. And and it's it's just it's a great time to be alive in that. The other place is uh, bauer.media forward slash the Nexus where all of the shows uh, will be broadcast as well, putting in a forum so that people can continue the discourse on each one of the episodes and looking forward to that interaction. And uh, yes, Tuesday nights, 11 p.m. Eastern and Friday nights, 11 p.m. Eastern as well. Scotty I'm sandwiched between the cannoli and the meatball. Hell yeah, you are, bro. Wow. And I'm in back. Come on, Robert. You got 30 seconds. All right. I'm just going to say uh, it was interesting. The show I did earlier this evening on the Intrepid Radio program on uh, Odyssey Radio Network was all about digging deeper and uh, uh, looking for mysticism. And uh, so uh, that segue just so well into this show tonight. I love uh, digging deeper. So, so you, can, you can catch Monday Scotty Roberts Fridays, Mondays through Fridays, 9 p.m. YouTube channel, Odyssey, ladies and gentlemen. Five nights a week, you get the freaking cannoli, 9 o'clock Central. Look him up on YouTube, Yo, Mr. Scotty Roberts. Rule number one, folks, don't take shit from nobody. We love the hell out of you. Good night. <laughs>